Hi, you're about to get smarter in just a few minutes with Curiosity Daily from Curiosity.com. I'm Cody Goff. And I'm Ashley Hamer. Today, you learn about whether the exercise trend of muscle confusion really works, how animals get color without pigment, and why the way you dance is just as unique as your fingerprint. Let's satisfy some curiosity. Something called muscle confusion has been floating around exercise classes and gyms lately. It might sound like some sort of medical problem, but it's not. In fact, it's supposed to be a good thing. According to this fitness trend, confusing your muscles by changing up your workouts is more effective than doing the same routine over and over again. But is that real? Does muscle confusion actually work? First, let's sort through the logic behind muscle confusion. The claim is that mixing up your workout routine will keep your muscles from settling into a rut or hitting a plateau. The shifting workouts are supposed to keep your muscles on their toes, so to speak, so they'll keep adapting. Confused muscles get bigger and stronger than muscles in a routine, the story goes. But there hasn't been a ton of science to back that up. Until now. In December, researchers from Spain and the United States published a new study where they had 21 fit young men do eight weeks of strength training. The volunteers were healthy, but not bodybuilders. Researchers had them either do the same exercises over and over or perform a random workout chosen by an app with 80 different exercise options. So what happened? Well, after eight weeks, both groups gained almost exactly the same amount of muscle, whether they confused their muscles or not. If anything, the group that did the repeated exercises had a little more muscle by the end. Womp womp. Turns out our muscles don't really get bored and we can't really confuse them. Our brains, on the other hand, do get bored. And that's where muscle confusion may have an edge. Researchers found that what did change over the course of the study were the men's motivational scores. The men who got random workouts were much more motivated to continue than the men who had been doing the same workouts on a schedule. If you're looking for a way to keep up with your exercise goals, changing your routine might be the secret sauce. It won't confuse your muscles, but it will keep things interesting. There's more than one way to make a color. When humans want to dress something up with a splash of color, we almost always rely on paints, dyes, or some other form of pigment. Nature uses pigments too, but after a few billion years of trial and error, it also has another trick up its sleeve. It's called structural color, and it gets its hue not from chemical properties, but from physical shape. So like, have you ever wondered why hummingbirds have such vibrant colors? I mean, they're not just bright, they are iridescent. But if you took a hummingbird feather and ground it up into a powder, you wouldn't get that beautiful hue. And that's because their color comes from the physical structure of the feathers, specifically incredibly small pancake-shaped structures. The colors we see are the result of light physically interacting with those stacks of nanoscale flapjacks. Scientists have known for centuries that tiny structures were probably responsible for the iridescent shimmer of peacock feathers and butterfly wings. And it's become clear over the last couple decades that colorful micro and nanoscale structures give color to living things across the natural world, in everything from insects to fish to plants. So to back up, pigments get their color because their molecules absorb certain wavelengths of light and reflect others. Structural colors, on the other hand, come from the physical properties of the material itself. So in nature, these are usually something like cellulose, collagen, chitin, and keratin. 
But if you look closely enough at the carapace of a beetle or at the berry-like fruit of the herb Polya condensata, then you'll see a complex microstructure far more advanced than anything human engineers have ever designed. Take that herb, Polya condensata, and its metallic blue berries. While naturally occurring pigments tend to fade over time, there are 40-year-old specimens of these berries that haven't begun to fade. But try to extract blue pigment from the fruit, and you will get nothing. That's because the metallic blue comes from the way thin strands of cellulose are arranged in the berry's cell walls. The tiny threads are stacked in zillions of helix shapes in an arrangement that allows blue light to be reflected while light of other wavelengths passes through. Scientists are studying structural colors in nature to try to make some themselves in a field called synthetic photonics. In fact, this field has given rise to technology you probably know pretty well, like Blu-ray. But nature did it first, and if we want to get to that level, we're going to have to do our homework. Today's episode is sponsored by Wave. Wave is free, easy-to-use financial software that helps freelancers, consultants, and small business owners make, move, and manage their money. And that brings them closer to financial success through accounting, invoicing, payments, and payroll. If you've ever gone on a business trip and had to track your expenses, you know what it's like to deal with receipts. Expenses are a reality of doing business. And that's why it's so great that you can manage them for free using Wave. You'll finally be able to easily find gaps in your expenses and gain valuable insights into your business and clients. Wave's free accounting, receipt management, and invoicing tools give your business the professionalism it deserves. And if you have employees, Wave can pay them directly and automate your payroll tax filings. It's time to ditch the Excel spreadsheets, shoeboxes filled with receipts, and lost invoices, and start growing your business. Set your business up for financial success by signing up for your free account today at waveapps.com curiosity. That's waveapps.com curiosity. Think about the way you move when you hit the dance floor. Do you put your hands in the air like you just don't care? Have you got the moves like Jagger? Do people watch you whip and watch you nay-nay? Can you teach me how to Dougie? No, really, I'm serious. Can, can you? I'm trying so hard to sound cool right now. I have no idea what you just said. <laughs> I'm not the right person to ask. <laughs> Someone, anyone. Well, whatever you do when the music's right, it's all you. And I mean you. Scientists at a Finnish university recently discovered that your particular dance style is as unique as your fingerprint. The team made this discovery kind of by accident. Initially, they wanted to know whether they could teach an artificial intelligence system to distinguish between musical genres only by watching people dance to the music. To find out, the researchers recruited 73 people to get down to eight different styles of music. Blues, country, jazz, EDM, metal, pop, reggae, and rap. Their only instruction was to move to the music however it felt naturally. So how did the algorithm do? Well, it failed pretty miserably. It correctly identified the genre people were dancing to only 30% of the time. But the computer redeemed itself with an unexpected talent, correctly identifying who was dancing. It got that right 94% of the time. 94%! Scientists say that if the computer had guessed randomly, it would have only had a 2% chance of being right. So that is quite an achievement. The type of music did have some effect on the system's ability to identify the dancer. Like, it had a harder time recognizing the dancers when they were dancing to metal. The team thinks that's because there are universal dance moves associated with the genre, like headbanging. Or like Baby Shark. 
<laughs> like you wouldn't be able to identify someone's dance moves to Baby Shark because everybody does the same dance moves to Baby Shark. Do you know those dance moves, no, Cody? not at all. I'll show you after the recording. Cool. So the next time you're feeling the beat, dance like no one's watching. No one can replicate your moves. They are uniquely yours. Now let's recap what we learned today. So apparently muscle confusion isn't necessarily going to make you stronger, but it might be easier to motivate yourself to work out if you know you're not doing the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah, I actually recently joined an online fitness training thing for lifting in the gym and I get new workouts every month. And oh my gosh, it is so motivating to like show up on the first of the month and be like, yeah, let's do these new exercises. But it's only helping my brain. My muscles are just fine doing the same thing over and over, according to science. And I think structural color is just super cool. It's the way that nature makes color with physical shape instead of molecular pigments. And you can see it in pretty much anything that's iridescent in nature, like feathers and beetles and berries. The Navi? <laughs> you did it. <laughs> I have to match your avatar reference frequency on this podcast. Do do the Navi use structural color? I would guess they do, yes. Sure. That's my takeaway from that movie. <laughs> but my last takeaway from this podcast episode is that researchers used machine learning to find that you can identify a person with astounding accuracy based on how they dance. We've all got our moves. We do, and some are better than others. And I am not better than others. <laughs> now I want them to just do it only watching people do the Fortnite dances. See, I don't know what you're talking about there. So we'll have to teach each other a bunch of dance moves after this. <laughs> cool. Can't wait. Today's story is written by Kelsey Donk, Grant Curran, and Steffi Drucker, and edited by Ashley Hamer, who's the managing editor for Curiosity Daily. Today's episode was produced and edited by Cody Goff. Join us again tomorrow to learn something new in just a few minutes. And until then, stay curious. Thank you.